0: Welcome to the Hot Slice, brought to you by Pizza Today magazine. I am creative director Josh Count. Along with me today, executive editor of Pizza Today, Denise Greer. Hello, Hello,
1: Josh. How are you, this wonderful? Well, we're recording this on a Wednesday, and we're going to air it tomorrow. So, exciting.
0: I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, You know,
1: I ate too much. Um, I ate too much. And there was no... I'm sorry, y'all. There was no pizza involved. Um, I did tacos instead. I'm so sorry. I'll make it up this week and get uh, <laughs> double the amount of pizza this week. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, you know, you're supposed to overeat Thanksgiving. Come on. I mean, that's, if there's one day of the year that you're like, okay, let's let it all go to hell. That, that's the day.
1: Oh, for sure. You know what? As I was going through social media on the uh, the night before Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving, the amount of sold out on the food for pizzerias was insane. I mean, I uh, I was like, wow, people are really going to pizzerias. You know, I mean, it is the day before Thanksgiving is always one of the busiest days um, of the year. Uh, but I'm guessing it proved to be pretty, pretty well this year as well. Because because uh, it, it was just I, I kept seeing people posting about how busy they were. So that's exciting for the industry, exciting for pizzerias that they were out there making theirs.
0: Yeah. When you have family coming in, you got more people in the house and, you know, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. So you're not going to feed them Thanksgiving food tomorrow. You have to feed them a lot at one time pizza's the way to go so yeah
1: it is it is so if you're all tired (laughs) i hope you're able to get a little bit of rest because you got more big days coming up i mean this is this tis the season and tis the season of you know uh parties catering um you know so make sure i'm gonna say this make sure you're taking care of your crew uh, so they don't get burnout. If you need help with that, there's an article on pizza um, about burnout uh, and helping with specifically the holiday burnout season, because uh, it, it can be pretty stressful for owners, but it can also be very stressful for employees uh, when they're trying to also celebrate the holidays and work a lot. So uh, so we'll, we'll try to take care of that in that way
0: even though it's supposed to be the jolliest time of the year, a lot of stress comes with the holidays. So <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it does. It, it does. It doesn't. Does. We still have some big days left. Uh, you know, December is full of big days, uh, the new year's and, and then, and then we're going to get a little bit of a, a breather, I think for a minute for a lot of operators where they can, you know, maybe take a break for a minute, uh, maybe relax, maybe breathe. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll look forward to those times. Um, so on the show, I'm going to tell you, uh, I read an article about, uh, uh, 50th anniversary of a pizzeria in the LA times. And I just had to have them on the show, uh, cause their story was so good. Not only did, um, so it's Jesse and Don Bingham or Bingman, uh, and so also we have Lynette Swanson on there too. And she's been there since the, uh, since the earlier days as well, um, so what I, what I love about their story is, uh, so it's, it's a 50th anniversary. They haven't been the owners that entire time. Of course, uh, once you see them, you'll know, <laughs> um, but, uh, but they, but Jesse started working at the restaurant and decided he wanted to take it over and buy it. So he bought it, um, but there's also a love story in there between him and Don that I think is really cute. Um, And then they also decided to move the pizzeria from a beach community of Newport beach uh, to uh, Huntington beach to inland area. uh, And that's Perry's pizza. Uh, I just, I love their story. They just, they just have a really good, unique
0: story. Yeah. They have, like I said, wonderful story. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, while they were talking about it, I was kind of transporting myself back to 1985 and, <laughs> the, and Perry's pizza or something like that and seeing it all. Uh, it's, it's yeah. Fantastic story. And the, the, the story about, you know, have, having to move from your location that you've been at yeah. for years and years to an uproot and move to a different location with uh different cl- customer clientele is, is, uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot to take on, but, um, yeah uh, it's it's really enjoyable to hear, you know, how far they've come with it.
1: And a gap. So there was a big gap between when... Right. Uh, they closed their beach location to when they opened their inland location. Uh, so now they, they were talking about how people were reading this New York Times article and they were like, oh, yeah, we used to come to the beach. We didn't know you were inland. So now they they grabbed a whole new clientele uh, that were maybe back from the 80s as well. Um, so really enjoyable story. You got to listen to it all they, uh And they have. So make sure you hold on till the end because they have some great advice for new and prospective operators on, on just their own perspective on what you can do to really enhance your business. I love it.
0: Yeah. When you've been in the business that long, soak up all that wisdom you can uh, because they they've, probably been through everything.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> definitely have. All right. Well let's just jump right into our conversation with uh Jesse and Don uh Bingman and Lynette Swanson. Performance Food Service is proud to deliver high-quality products, innovative technology, and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country. The flagship division of Performance Food Group, with deep roots in the restaurant industry, Performance Food Service has been the exclusive distributor of the Roma family of brands for more than 65 years. This signature relationship has allowed Performance Food Service to become a leader in the pizza and Italian segment of food service nationwide. All right, well, welcome to the show. y'all, I got a little full house in the in the in the podcast studio. Hello <laughs> Thank you for having us. All right. well let's just let's just dive into it because Perry's pizza has a very fun, unique story. Um, so uh, Don and Jess, can you tell us a little more about what's happening right now with the with the pizzeria? Right now with the pizzeria, so You're cel- celebrating uh, your 50th, right? Yes.
2: 50th mm-hmm. anniversary. So it started in Newport Beach in 1973. So uh, we took advantage of, you know, celebrating this month, actually had a big um, party, invited a bunch of customers and um, had some cool giveaways and whatnot, kind of played on the 50 and played on the 73 um, with some with some fun giveaways. Um, but yeah, that's the, this is yeah, our 50th. The
3: original owner in too.
2: Yeah. The original so owner I'm came in.
1: in. Yeah. Oh,
3: wow.
1: So yeah. tell me about that. Who's the original owner and when did y'all take over the business?
2: The original owner was, uh, Rick Montano. Well, even before Rick, there was actually a guy named Perry Denisi. Yeah. That's yeah. where the Perry's name came from. But then, yeah, he, he sold it off to Rick and then that's when we, yeah, that's that, when that we happened
3: it in what? 96.
2: We bought it in 96.
3: Yeah. 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 Well, so, yeah. A couple miles from here is the beach. Okay. And that's where we were in Newport Beach, right on the beach. And the concept was kind of fast food there, it was uh-huh. tiny. But when we came over here, we're in a shopping center a couple miles from where the original location is or was. And, uh, it's a, a destination concept now like the neighborhood comes here and gathers they all know each other and we did pretty good we lucked out on this.
2: yeah it was um it was definitely newport was different newport was very seasonal like just said it's right on the beach so summer times were crazy packed in you didn't have to do a lot customers just came to you and it was a lot of like slices and stuff to go and maybe pizzas they were taking out to the beach and stuff and then um it was kind of a small place, older right building, and um, the the building sold, and landlord said you got to go, and we're like, what? This is this is <laughs> this is our spot. This is all we know, and yeah. we were very very fortunate to find this location. So like Jess said, it's only a couple miles away from the beach, but it's inland enough, if you will, that it's there's no you have know, to pay for parking. Um, it's not seasonal, so people eat even when it's raining and it's windy. Like down at the beach, they may not come because of those factors. So. Um, and like Jesse said, like we had a lot of customers who when they were younger, they would surf down in front of Perry's and Newport. And now mm-hmm. they're kind of grown up with families and they have kids and they live closer to here. So no kids are
3: working
2: for Yeah, some of our some of those kids are working for us. Yeah, for sure. So it's yeah. like come
1: full circle. Oh, I <laughs>
0: love it. So nineteen ninety-six, it seems like yesterday for some of us, but you you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've you've owned it over half the time it's been around. So that's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah.
2: It's so mm-hmm. funny you say that because we were actually doing that math and like, oh my god, we have owned it more than you know, half. So yes, that's the same same thing for sure. So,
4: <laughs> so Jesse, I'm Jesse's actually uh worked there since like the eighties. So before yeah. they bought it, he's 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 been around for longer than half <laughs> oh man that's amazing um, that's kind
2: of the fun little love story too like I was that's what I want to know about the I love story. Would go down <laughs> yeah I would go down the beach with my girlfriends and I was like who's that guy behind the counter so anyways um <laughs> long story short he finally asked for my phone number and then now here we are <laughs> yeah.
0: real quick you're just living my dream uh you know owning a pizzeria next to a beach I'm just just saying you've lived it
2: yeah absolutely you guys are welcome out anytime we'll put you to work absolutely um
1: now did you work in the pizzeria before you and you and Jess got together or
2: I did not no I did not okay I was I was a popcorn girl at Anaheim Stadium back in the day so um Yes, that was where the Angels played and the Rams played. So, no, he did the pizza thing, and then I met him there. Yeah.
1: Now, yeah. Jess, what all did you do to for the pizzeria before you ended up buying it?
3: Uh, I managed it. Okay. I actually learned for a year, I managed it. I lived on the beach. I walked to work. It was uh, fun. I, and Living Rick Montano, he taught me a lot about the business. And... Uh, I appreciate that from him.
0: But, uh,
3: you know, like the product, I learned a lot about it. It came from Altoona, Pennsylvania, uh, to a Perry's Pizza out there. That's where the recipe for the dough comes from. And it's a standard Sicilian crust dough. We also incorporated thin crust pizzas now. Mm -hmm. So we, we have it all. So oh, that's- it uh, that's our product and uh, it's been a, that same recipe 50 years and uh, it's made from scratch what did and Newport we did some do? like
2: we did some like off menu items down in Newport so i mentioned that um you know summertime is very very busy right mm-hmm. and uh, wintertime, it was slower now granted it's southern california so we don't get weather we think it's weather but it's not the rest of the weather way. um but it isn't as busy right people aren't coming down there but they are not going on vacation and stuff like that so yeah. jesse came up with some like winter items so prime rib um actually oh, wow. on wednesdays prime rib sliders on thursdays and we did soup a homemade chicken soup and meatball soup on wednesdays that was just over winter time to like kind of attract the locals that live down there hey come in we got primary we got something to warm you yeah. up right um so over here now we still do that we still do primary by wednesdays we still do primary sliders on thursdays super popular we do soup every day so it's yeah. no more like just winter time and we do you know both soups like every single day so but those are things that we kind of creatively tried to attract you know those customers that were living on the peninsula on um, during those slower times of year and we do them um, we do it all the time
0: here now so it's cool
2: Oh, when I did you incorporate
0: uh, the thin crust uh in, in with your sicilian?
2: Say that again. What the thin crust? You,
0: yeah, when did wow. you incorporate the thin crust style in with uh along with your sicilian?
2: Uh-huh. when we moved here.
0: Oh yeah. When we moved
2: here. We figured like we're known for the Sicilian crust, that rectangular, you know, style pizza deeper dish. Yeah. Um, but a lot of customers like the thin crust, so we figured. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a, a bigger oven. We've got a nice, like, brick oven, uh, so we'll do both. So we definitely, when we open, when we opened here, is when we started incorporating the thin, the round, thin crust as well.
1: Yeah, I could imagine you have a lot of transplants from other parts of the country there, yeah. Uh, yeah. where maybe they have different tastes. So I yeah. can see the, doing two different styles. Yep. Yep. Um, Absolutely. Now, when you brought in the thin crust, how challenging was that to to your operations to have a completely different uh, a different crust style?
3: Well, yeah, uh, I don't think it was much of a challenge. The thing we did is when we moved here, we got them our salt brick oven, mm-hmm. and that made things simple. You know, ten minutes, you got a nice crispy thin crust pizza, perfect. Oh, when we were awesome. down in Newport, we were using little convection ovens because we were
1: kind of oh, short wow. of
3: space. But uh, it, it worked. Bit. I learned to work on them too when they broke down. <laughs>
1: yeah. that's the cool
4: that's the cool thing about being here in Huntington is um like Jesse was talking about the Sicilian crust and the recipes but um that's kind of where we started but um all the recipes are his own and he really once we got here he really was able to expand the menu you can kind of see it in the corner but um we like Don mentioned down on the peninsula it was mostly just slices and beer um but now Mm -hmm. we um have such a more expanded menu we have our own gluten-free um, pizza that he created too. We have lots more sandwiches and pastas and soups and um, he makes all the meat in-house. So he's done a really good job.
2: We, we've we, gotten that down. We feel like Newport was kind mm-hmm. of our training bills. I don't know if that sounds right, but like, you know, we have a wait staff here now. People don't come up and order. Like they actually sit down, we have servers. And then like, like Lynette talked about, like, the expansion to the menu, so uh-huh. we feel like this is this is kind of a real deal, yeah. um, actually.
1: Now <laughs> like going a whole new pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, now going from you know a, a quick serve uh, counter service to actual sit down casual dining. Yeah. Um, how much of a, an adjustment was that for you, and did it require you to have to hire more folks to uh, oh, yeah. do it, it, it? Down at
3: the beach, we probably had 10 employees, including ourselves, uh, working. Here, we yeah. have 30.
2: Yeah, we've got 31 we employees. We have 30 so. employees.
3: That, yeah. And there, it was about a 1,000 square feet.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Here, uh, I think we have like 3,900 square feet. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Used to be a laundromat, believe it or not.
1: <laughs> <For decent laughs> it was a, it was a yeah. grand uh,
3: yeah. ground-up build. You know, we had to it, I got my dream kitchen um, create some good food. Yeah, yeah
2: and here, if, I don't know if you guys have seen pictures online of the place, but we expanded last year. So mm-hmm. um, kind of this wall over here was, that was where it ended right there. Okay. Um, and like Jesse said, this was a laundromat. So um, definitely some nuances and surprises underground when we had to build this out. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there was a record shop next door and they moved out pre-COVID. And it was a perfect spot for us to just expand. So it's just connected. And now we've got, you know, a longer bar, more seating. Um, And then going back to like the number of the staff that we had, I know that, and Lynette will remember this, when we very first opened here, it took us nine months to open this um, this side up back in 2015. And we had, we hired people, we had done training, and we thought we're ready to go. And then we just got bombarded with customers, which is not a bad thing. But I mean, it took like an hour to get a salad. And I was like, oh, my God, we just we just weren't prepared for the volume. Um, obviously, we've gotten better. We've yeah. tweaked some things. The staff has grown. Um, and when we celebrated our 50th anniversary, it was really, really important to all of us that you know, if we're celebrating 50 years, it can't take an hour for a salad. So we definitely <laughs> didn't have those issues. And customers had a great experience. And we had all the team working. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely different. Um a much bigger staff and we feel very fortunate we're not too far away from two local high schools and that's really where we get most of our staff from Mm -hmm. so oftentimes it's their very first job which is so fun for me because I can kind of work with them and develop them and teach them these basic service skills that'll help them in life no matter where they go Mm -hmm. and we hope to keep them you know um, as long as we can but they go on to college and stuff but we we love taking the opportunity to develop the the youngsters in the neighborhood too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now you said you had to uh you know work on some things to to increase to be able to get to the volume that you were actually seeing you know to to meet that demand. Um what were some of the things that you kind of did operationally or um just within the business to 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 ramp up those sales? I remember we bought like
2: equipment. Like it was like we had you know we were we were used to Newport. So like yes this looked different but we had uh, a prep table and that's where we made down new we made all of the decorate mm-hmm. all the pizzas, um, made all the salads and sandwiches. There was not enough room. So I know that was one thing I remember is like, oh my god, we need another one of these like prep stations just for or sandwiches. Bigger and salads ice machine. I yeah, a bigger ice machine. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have know. we
4: actually have a we have a real dishwasher now. Too. Yes, real dishwasher,
2: <laughs> a <human> dishwasher.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Commercial dishwasher helped. <laughs>
1: Oh my, that's great. You know, I, I think about how long you guys have been in business and how long you've had the business. Um, What's been like the best moments for you with the business? You know, what's been those those things that, that you're just like, I can't believe we did this and look how amazing it is. You know, what are those moments for you?
3: Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's neat making friends with okay. you. Old friends from Newcore and then now in Huntington Beach, and they all we all know each other's names and family. I always ask, how How's so and so doing? You know, oh, he's in college now. <laughs> those kind of those are the moments right there.
2: I think a moment for me is, um, you know, we're in a great center, we have a Trader Joe's as an anchor, which is fantastic. Yeah, um, but I remember we were down here before we opened and traders closes at nine. And I remember being like in the parking lot after nine and there was nobody. And I was like, Ooh, I had a moment of panic. Like, is this the right thing? Like what happens when trader Joe's closes? So I think the, the awesome thing to answer your question is it doesn't matter if traders is closed. Like it's the coolest thing to be sitting in here and see cars drive up the parking lots packed and they're walking to us. Right. So they're not, maybe traders is closed or they're just not going there. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was pretty impactful that we could have that draw on our own. So
1: you've become the anchor of the center is what you're saying. Well,
2: I don't know about that. (laughs)
1: Pretty
2: much the anchor still, but, but I think we've helped the center. Like we, you know, put in these garage doors that open up. Right. So it looks Mm kind of cool and unique and what it did for us, it gave us more seating. Right. So we could like push tables outside and definitely came in handy during COVID because cars could just drive up and we had our big door open and, um, they could place their order. But, um, yeah, I think that we've, we've heard from the center that we have, you know, positively impacted the center because the laundromat, I don't think had the same type of draw, um, of customers. So, um, it's definitely been a positive from what we've heard from the rest of the tenants as well.
0: But you need to have a one of the garage door openers in a, in a strip mall. So I, I bet that's, yeah, yeah. I bet that works really well there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks cool. And, yeah. and it looks cool even when it's down, you know, when it does get yeah. cold here for us. Um, but, um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, and cold looks, looks for good. you is 65. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was 23 oh.
0: here this morning. No. It was 23 You want to hear anything? <laughs> no. Um, don't we'll, know what that's
2: we'll,
4: like. we'll stop talking about our seasons. <laughs> no. Um no more weather another talking. another cool thing for from for me I guess was um we left Newport in 2014. Um and we so we found out we were gonna leave, I think in like February of 2014, we didn't know where we were gonna go. So customers would come in and they knew where we were gonna go, but there was all these rumors, all these stories, like you guys are, I don't know, all, all these rumors. So we once we figured out where we were going to go, um, luckily we knew we were able to put up signage and communicate that. Um, and we left in April um, of 2014. We didn't open in Huntington until February of 2015. Oh, wow. So we were we had no business for that long. Um, so trying to keep a, a strong presence on on social media without any product was was difficult. But um, the first day we opened when it was a small disaster, um, there was a line <laughs> of customers. So um, that was really really a testament to like our fans and our um, customers and community and stuff. So that was awesome. And like Don mentioned on the 50th anniversary, it was really important that we knew what we were doing. Um, so we obviously by this time we feel like we do, but, um, we had, you know, from nine to 10 o'clock was the event. It was all day on a Saturday. Um, and there was, it was busy all day and families come in and a lot of the feedback that they give us is why they come in is, um, is how comfortable our environment is and how comfortable we make them. And like she said, like they will go sit at somebody else's table. Like everybody seems to know everybody here. Like or they get to know everybody. They get to know each other. They get to know yeah. each other. Yeah. Customers They'll come in, and they're teacher employee.
0: So, it's so when cool. you were, you guys were kind of, uh, I guess, we kind of forced out by the property management in, in 2014. So, looking back, yeah,
2: the, the building sold.
0: Yeah, all oh, the building sold. Okay, so looking back on that, I'm sure that was like, you know, uh, a really tumultuous time. But like looking back now, you're like, maybe that was the best thing for us. It was the best thing. It, it was
2: such a blessing. Like, cause we couldn't, we couldn't make Newport any different or bigger than it was. It was an old building and, and um, it just, it was a blessing in disguise. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Even thinking about COVID we had, you know, five years, how many years before? COVID? Mm-hmm. Anyways, maybe more than that. Um, But like it would have been different down there. So we feel just fortunate all yeah. over the place. Um, We've been able to expand and, grow the team and yeah it's it's definitely a blessing in disguise
0: i would love mm-hmm. to know what's there now what was the what's what's moved in since you guys left there
2: um i think I it's like a deli or something we don't go down there yeah <laughs> really
0: it's, i mean in the beginning was it was, it was a little
2: emotional right like yeah. we spent a lot of time down there jess and i lived down there for many years so um but yeah it's uh some sort of deli now.
0: like a breakup so yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's
4: most of you <laughs> we grew up Oh, we, sorry, all grew up down, we all grew up yes. down there, so it's, um, I think I've been, I did like a drive-by down there twice, but it's, it's very different. It's difficult sure. to go down there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Now, yeah. your customer base, is it completely different than the beach? Is, uh, did you retain any of those folks, uh, or it, is it all new? You no, know,
3: we had locals down there,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and it's the same thing here, locals, and in fact, some of the people that were living down there got married moved over here to buy houses. Yeah. And, of
2: families. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And had families.
2: I mean, it is a little bit of a different clientele sometimes. Like we don't have people who maybe had one too many at the bar nearby coming <laughs> over to try to sober up in Huntington where in Newport oh. you kind of have more of that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what it was wild go? times there.
2: And like Fourth of <laughs> July down in Newport is is um something else. So everybody's out, everybody's drinking. So just We don't have that here. It's more Um, um, responsible people, um, but they still have a good time. They drink a beer, right? But now they're drinking maybe with their kids are with them. So they're just more responsible. So it's it's, um, some, like Jess said, some folks that used to live down there and now they've grown up, they have families, they have real Mm -hmm. jobs and they come in here and then, um, I don't know, it's just, it's a... It's a little bit different, Mm. but it's good. all mature together. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They stay,
4: they stay a while too, which is nice. So they'll, um, you know, have conversations with other customers and um, have other customers join their tables and stuff. So it's a lot more kind of um, mellow in a comfortable way.
2: I (laughs) think it's like, it is like they do, they hang out. They just, they sit and you know, we've got some tall tables that are kind of like, I guess, community tables. I mean, they have like six or eight chairs and, when it is really busy and maybe it's just a couple sitting down the end of a table and people are waiting, they'll, they'll offer to you know, let them sit at the other side of the table and then they just start talking. So it's mm-hmm. definitely a comfortable place, I think, that we've created here for them.
1: I love that. You yeah. know, something I noticed is uh, you got quite a lot of uh, press from uh, from your 50th uh, anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you seen, um, a bump in sales from that? Like what's, what's transpired since, you know, the LA times <laughs> picked yeah. up your, yeah. uh, your story.
2: We definitely have seen, um, uh, some good, some good chatter on social media. And then we've had customers who I was here Sunday with Jess and, and they came in and it, maybe it was their first time, but they saw mm-hmm. the article maybe it was like oh my god i didn't know where you guys went i used to bring my kids down to Newport and now i know where you are um so yeah so we've had a lot of customers it's been a lot of good um a, a lot of a, a lot of good has come from the articles and we've definitely seen more customers come in whether it's new like i said or reminiscing or just like wanted to you know say hello so it's been it's been a been a positive for sure yeah
1: well, you've hit the legendary status on pizzerias, you know, the, the <laughs> average pizzeria, the average pizzeria is, is, is a lot less time, you know, yeah. five, five years is usually, you know, when we start seeing some uh, smaller ones close and then yeah. the people can make it to 10 and that's great. 20 is great, but 50, um, yeah. with a pizzeria is huge so you
0: have the official stamp from us as <laughs> stamp. Okay.
1: uh you know so one thing that I always like to ask is so what comes after 50 like what's what's next for uh the pizzeria
3: uh, <laughs> like, yeah. maybe a second location okay <laughs> keep growing yeah. yeah yeah keep developing our menu yeah Yeah. I mean, this has just happened, you know. Yeah. It, it's all new, and so we're gonna just go from here.
2: And I don't think we ever thought about like you know, just worked at Perry's down in Newport, like you said, and and then he said he wanted to you know start his own restaurant, and I panicked a little bit. I was like, wait, that takes a lot of years to build up a clientele. I said, why can't we just buy this? You know what you're doing here, um,
0: yeah.
2: and you've been managing it. And so, coincidentally, you know, Rick wanted to retire, and so it was perfect timing and it felt more comfortable because we knew, you know, kind of what, or he knew what, what he was doing. Um, But I don't think we ever thought this far ahead. So (laughs) I don't know that we're thinking any, you know, we're just, just enjoying this right now. Yeah. 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 Continue to grow and develop and build our menu and um, support the community. That's something else that we weren't really able to do in Newport because it was, you know, just not kind of near a bunch of schools and stuff. And we're able to do fundraisers here and do, Um, whatever we can to support the community so we definitely want to keep building on that too
1: you know the one thing I think about like as you know having such a long uh, legacy with a pizzeria is you know what advice do you have for that pizzeria operator or prospective operator that's that's new to this like that, that they're just getting in the game, you know, what advice after so long do you have for them?
3: Uh, you have to love working, actually getting in here and working. You know, not five days a week, seven days a week. You got to be in here, you got to put a face on your business. And, I, you know, and luckily, you know, I just want to say with Lynette and Gone. It's the marketing. It's a whole different ball game yeah. that they've created with social media and marketing. And plus don't do what everybody else does. Do yeah. your own thing. Yeah, that's my advice.
2: And I would add like invest in your people. So they are, they are you know who the customers see. So invest in them, um, hire them, treat them right, coach them. Um, do observations. Tell them what they're doing well. Work with them on what they they can improve on, and support them and give these give them opportunities. I get so many um, customers coming up to me and Jess does as well, and some of our managers, unsolicited just compliments about our staff, and that's that's huge for me. So I think investing in the team and helping them and developing them, and um, you know they may not stick around forever, but you're going to leave a mark on them for where they go in the future. So that's important too. I think yeah.
4: The other thing with the restaurant is you don't really ever know who's coming in. So when they, when somebody does come in, you need to make their experience memorable and enjoyable so that they come back. Cause if they come yeah. once, they might not come again. So just creating that environment that they um, you know, it's a place that they want to return to and the food is good. Obviously that's a huge part, um, but that's important. That's really important
2: too. And it's okay that they eat other places. That's fine. But we like, <laughs> we would like to be on their list, you know, often and, and Lynette said this in a couple of weeks ago and it really like resonated with me. Like we have customers that come in here multiple times a week. Like mm-hmm. there's a guy that comes in for breakfast in the morning on Saturday then comes back for dinner at night, yeah, you know, yeah. with his family. So it's just, I don't know that you see that often. So it's pretty cool. You know?
0: Yeah. That yeah. says a lot about you guys for them to feel that comfortable to come in yeah. there. And yeah. yeah. Since, since that and happened, like Jesse,
4: yeah. Jesse mentioned like having love for the, business um they're very uh present so obviously like i think uh uh, something that's really important is being a face like he said and um just being present not being like silent um just a silent owner like they're very invested in the day-to-day operations
1: yeah yeah i i actually love that i love knowing like the the businesses that i frequent myself like I love knowing the owner. I like knowing their first name. I like knowing that when I walk in, they know me and pretty yeah. much, they almost know probably what I'm going to order too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, And so I just find that really fun <laughs> As, yeah, uh, on a yeah. personal note.
4: We have a, we have a customer that comes in, Don can probably talk about it more, but he lets us pick what he eats. Oh, so he comes probably. in and like, he never orders anything, but we just pick something for him
1: and we always yeah. try to change it up and stuff and
2: Yes. Every Friday night.
1: Yep. Oh, that is so fun. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll close out on this because you had mentioned your marketing, you know, uh, what's kind of the key to your to your marketing plan? And, you know, how are you able to just be consistent with it? I think just having
4: a strong presence and having, um, you know, a variety of of the posts that we do, um, you know, whether it's some food, some community, some team, we try to incorporate our team into a lot of things that we do. Um, so just having a variety and having it look, um, you know, match our brand and our image and what we're trying to portray, I think is really important.
1: That's, that's really good. Lynette <laughs> does an
2: awesome job. She's stuff def- She's done an amazing job mm-hmm. with all the social yeah. stuff. That's, you yeah, know, we really appreciate it. It's outside of just and i's scope. So we appreciate, um, <laughs> having her do all that. She's awesome at it. And she's always like, you know, looking around and come up with different ideas too. So, you know, keeping it kind of fresh and new as well.
1: That is that's wonderful. Well, I just want to say again, congratulations on the 50th anniversary and I can't wait to keep following you guys and seeing yeah. what you're doing because obviously you keep growing and expanding and, and doing different things. So keep us posted on, um, you. on what you got for going sure. next.
2: Thank you say. so much.
0: Here's Thank the 50. You, guys.
2: you guys are All welcome right. out here anytime.
1: You know, oh the, we will take the, the warm, warm weather program. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Winner, well, sure.
1: Take care and have a good morning.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank, you. All Thank right. you.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.